Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me, the podcast for parents of young children. And we want to share your stories and all those crazy, contradictory feelings that come with being a parent. We believe in you. You got this, even on the craziest of days. And you are most definitely not alone. Hey, listeners. The host of this podcast wants you to celebrate the messiness of life with kids. That means we don't need an expert to explain our kids to us. We just need to sit back so we can truly see, hear, and love our kids. My family has been lucky enough to attend B'nai Torah, where Karen's enthusiasm and joy for all aspects of parenting has been a breath of fresh air and always gives us hope that we can do it. Karen Deerwester believes that when we see, hear, and love the messy moments of life with kids, we're able to give our children everything they need. Karen has been a teacher, author, and a leader in early childhood education for decades. And there is nothing, nothing that doesn't make sense if we take time to connect with each child exactly where they are and right where we are with all of our messiness too. Here's today's podcast. Today's podcast is Mean Moms. What is a mean mom? According to the Love and Marriage blog, it's the mom who cares about rules and chores, about enforcing bedtime and saying no a lot. It's about pushing a child to do the hard things. It's the mom who isn't always popular, especially when she's saying no or enforcing inconvenient rules. But it's also the mom who loves her children deeply and will be there to protect and fight for what she believes is right. Are you mean mom don't care? Do you want to be a mean mom? What happens when dads, grandparents, well-meaning friends disagree with you? When are you confident in your mean mom stands and when do doubts creep in? Children might accuse you of being a mean mom, but I know those same children also believe you are super mom every day. So I have three super moms at the square table tonight, two self-described mean moms and one self-described mean mom fail. Welcome to Meredith Jaffe, Stacy Blass, and Nicole Elhahar. Meredith, you were the first to comment on the Mean Mom blog. How's it feel to be a mean mom? And welcome back. Thank you. Um, when I read the article, I literally was like, this is me, this is me, this is me, um, because I am rules, 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 and everyone thinks I'm crazy, but it's really just how I'm programmed. And in a sense, I feel how my kids are now programmed, that like they follow, you know, they know yeah. what's expected of them. And so I feel like, you know, for us, it works. Clarity, expectations. And and when did you turn into mean mom? Um, I mean, I know that you had rigid, uh, look at that, even the judgment that comes in with <laughs> describing those rules. You had um, non-negotiable bedtimes yes. from the very beginning. Yes. Is that right? And tell us everybody how old your children are now. Okay, so my daughter um, will be three and a half next month, and my son turned two in February, so they're 15 months apart. And so I think also I was probably really rigid because I had them so close together, and like that was how I stayed sane, by having a routine that everybody stuck to. Um, and Okay, so I love this idea that mean mom equals sanity. For you. All right, so we're going to come back. Because that's where I'm meanest. That's (laughs) where I learned to be mean. I learned to be mean because everybody said, don't sleep, train, hug your baby, hold them all night. And I was like, 
screw that, I've got court at 7.30, that's not going to happen. And even if I didn't have work in the morning, I don't function without sleep. So I, um, I actually had someone come teach me how to sleep train, and I did sleep training for both of my kids. And the only way it works, or the only way it worked for me, was to be so strict with bedtime and nap time. You know, my kids napped in their crib, same time every day. They went to bed at the same time in their bed with very, very little exception. And people would say, well, can't you make exception? And I'm like, no, that's why my kids sleep through the night. That's why I have good sleepers that sleep in in the morning. And my kids, like, we have bed rules. Like, my children do not sleep in our bed ever without exception now there are plenty of nights now that I go into the big one and lay with him but like they don't sleep in our beds and that's how the mean mom thing started okay so we're total opposite okay hold that thought because I I, want to make two comments first I love this idea which I didn't I, I didn't see it coming but it's so apparent being a mean mom means sanity and self-care. It is putting yourself in the equation in your family and in your parenting that says my needs deeply and truly matter here. The other thing I want to come back to are exceptions, but we can do that down the road. But the other funny, interesting puzzle for me at this very moment is you and Meredith are very different personality types. You break every rule there is, and yet you've come to find consistency. And oh, and I love that idea that children, believe it or not, I mean, respond so well to the no exceptions to the rules and the routines. I mean, yes, we want flexibility, but there is something to this clarity of expectations. Well, when the smart ones learn exceptions, (laughs) they want exceptions to everything. So, I mean, we had to have the... the, It was no exceptions, but then you start to find ways that there could be exceptions that don't relate back home. Like, it started to be that when you're on vacation, things are different, but you have to... They, we have to be clear with them so that they know and what my, to And my standard when we used to th- talk about limit setting, behavior management, discipline, all that is when you agree to exceptions, it's not in response to a pleading, an upping the ante on you, a negotiating in the moment. <laughs> um, it's a, That's a bribe. stand back. <laughs> I'm I'm open to exceptions, but I'm in charge. You still hold some of this, I hold the power kind of attitude that says, yeah, um, it's not a responsive, it's not a whatever, whatever the child says in the moment to exploit, manipulate, and stress everybody out. I get manipulated all day long. Nicole, welcome. We need it. According to my husband, I do too. (laughs) So we are total opposite, like just going with the bed thing. And I'm all about self-care, although I don't do it. And I also, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning and I go to work. But when it comes to bedtime with my son, who's also almost three and a half, I sleep with him still, fall asleep with him. Mommy will read two books. No, no, no. I want four books tonight. Okay, buddy. No problem. We'll do four books. Last night, we, like, literally went to dinner, or we went to dinner, we ate dinner, we brushed teeth, we went to get ready for bed, we get into bed, do our books, we're laying in bed, mommy, I'm hungry. Instead of being like, okay, well, it's bedtime, we got up and we ate. And then we redid bedtime routine Ooh. again. So, like, <laughs> big eyeballs mind. at the I know. wild. I know. And so, <laughs> for that is, like, 
like I can't say no. I, I okay. I, no, I'm glad my you said daughter, it like that. Okay. With my daughter, on the other hand, who's 15 months, we read one book, 6.30, you're in bed. If you scream, you scream. You're going to sleep in that crib, wide awake, okay. and you go to sleep. Is that because your son has a certain, expresses a certain vulnerability that you want to protect and nurture? Is it because he's your know. first I think it's because he's my first. I will honestly say that I think it's because he's my first, and I think... I'm trying not to make the same mistakes, if you will, yeah. with my daughter. And so that's why I'm, like, more with her, like, I don't care, you're going to sleep. Um, with him, and I'm just like, he's not going to want to cuddle me forever. He's not going to want snuggles. And wow. so I do it. I had the same thing with my two. My husband literally totally different. wakes me up at 1030 every night, and he's like, all right, Nicole, like, let's go. Let's go to bed. And then I, like, march myself into my room, and I go to bed. But it's the same thing. Oren always says, Nicole, he's three, almost three and a half. Put him in the room and let him go to sleep. Yeah. And I'm like, no, not happening. So, okay. That's so bad. Bef- That's really bad. Bef- but it's not bad if you like it. And that's the But I've been saying it's a problem. So, well, like, that's yeah. the next yeah. question. So yeah. the next question is, I can't say no. And and it's, I can't say no. I don't want to say no. I am loving this stage. I'm loving how special this relationship is. Mm-hmm. And then what brought you here tonight? Because... I don't know if you came to say, I, I'm i not the mean mom, and I'm here to say, I don't need to be the mean mom with both my children, or did you get here because Oren thought you needed an intervention and said, <laughs> you need to go because you don't get, like, it's and how do you feel about that, and how do you feel about that push? Like, how do you walk that tightrope? It's probably, yeah, it's probably a little bit of both. My husband is much, I mean, he comes from a very different culture than I do. Um, So he is much more on, like, the discipline discipline front. And we've had some, like, recent issues. And we're trying to provide much more structure. But providing structure in a not mean way, if that makes sense. Um, So I I do. I still give in to the, like, mommy five more minutes of TV before bed or mommy more books before bed. And I I do. I give in to that. I guess I'm mean in the sense that I'm just starting now to use bribery with him and like, all right, Ethan, if you don't listen to what I say, I'm not sleeping with you. <laughs> like bribing him. Well, here's here's um, the way I want to flip that because to me, semantics really matters and the intention behind it matters. And of course, I don't love the idea of bribing. If you allow yourself to be bribed, then your children have the power to up the ante on you and he does. raise the stakes all the time. And that's, and that's how you know something's not working. Because it doesn't satisfy the situation. But the flip the script on that is when you say, look, daddy wants me to go and be a grown-up for an hour after you go to bed. And daddy's right. Maybe mommy needs Mm grown-up time too. But But you can earn the you know like I'm willing to do this for you but this is you, this is a privilege you have to earn yeah and and then to say I will do it three times a week or once a week I mean you can take charge of how do I set the terms that work for me not just for for blind power mm-hmm. but in order to reclaim the power that lets him not keep moving the bar on you. Yeah, and I'm all for that and I support that and I and I do think just to kind of bring back to your other point am I here to say I'm not a mean mom and I'm okay with it? I kind of am. Like okay. my kid is happy, he's healthy. You know, yeah, we have, you know, sometimes his behavior is good. Sometimes it's not as good. Um, But he's happy and he's healthy. And I have, like, a very good relationship with him. And he has a good relationship with, you know, everybody else. And I'm okay with that. Does it interrupt my self-care? 
without question. Am I exhausted when I'm falling asleep in a toddler's room? But I'm sleeping in a twin bed. I'm sleeping in a twin bed for like two and a half hours because I'm just passing out that way. Yeah, so does it interrupt that time and my time with my husband? Absolutely. But am I kind of okay with it because maybe this is what I want or what my kid wants? Okay, I'm going to come, I'm I'm going to ask you a question and have everybody answer it. (laughs) And then I want to just say to everybody that's out there listening to this, thinking that they need to change somebody into a more structured mom, a more routine mom, Mm -hmm. a more rule-governed mom, a more mean mom, because that's better parenting. I'm here to say nobody's going to change their parenting style unless something isn't working. And so... But we did try the yes day. Oh, oh wait, wait. Oh, I heard about that. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. So let me let me <laughs> let me get my question on the table okay. and then I want to hear a short comment on yesterday cuz yesterday goes hand in hand. Oh, <laughs> wait. So the question on the table based mm-hmm. on what you had just said though is how do we dis- I don't think you can ever be a mean mom and perceive that as being unloving. Yes. I think and and I remember doing a workshop here Many years, a decade ago, I still remember the parents that sat at the, around the table with me, and I, we were talking about discipline, and everybody looked at me, but like, Karen, that's too harsh, just to set a limit and stick with it. I mean, I didn't think I was asking them to do something too harsh, but I know in my heart of hearts, a good parent will never make a parenting decision that feels unloving, mm-hmm. because to put yourself in that unloving role, and so the difference between what you're feeling and what you guys are feeling is... You're feeling like I am the better parent when I can say no. I am the better parent when I manage our family life this way. So, well, and for one of my kids, I know it's what he needs. Like it makes him you feel safe. Out? I have safe, one. Safe, I have safe, one yes. of my two yes. that my oldest is extraordinarily sensitive. Is like an understatement. So it's just who he is. Um, and he, you know, uh, in in areas that I'm not mean mom, he sees other people. And we, I have a friend in particular who says, you know, this is our schedule when we get home. We do this, we do this, we do this. And when we hang out with them, they have all these rules. And she'll say to them, to the kids, you know the rules. And my big one will turn to me and say, mommy, we should have that rule. That rule is a good idea. Um, and a lot of it is safe for him. Yeah. He feels like the rules keep him safe and keep him knowing what to expect. Now he tries to impose the rules on his non-rule abiding brother. Um, and he's the only real rule follower in the house. So for the rest <laughs> right, of both us, parents are right. very so, are innovators so outside. For the, the box. rest of us yeah. it's a little tough. But you know, it may it does. It makes him feel safe. He wants he he finds comfort in mean mom. There is Sometimes so much he to be wants said someone he wants to push and he wants to be told yes. no. They and there's that's that question of when to say no, when not, when to be flexible, when not. And that's it's an everlasting parenting question because the reality is all kids are going to push, all kids are going to up the ante, all kids are going to stretch the boundaries, but one I I remember I remember one mother saying to me, "Why do my children not listen until I yell?" And it was like and they listen. Because they know you will. That's your bottom line. Yeah. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not waiting for you to, to do other m- more punitive things. They're, they know that's your bottom line. So the question always becomes, where's your bottom line? And where do you mean what you say and say what you Well, mean? and Eli says, you always say no. And I say, well, if you knew I was going to say no, then you, you didn't need to ask. 
if you knew the answer, you didn't need to ask. But we tried the yes day. So tell me about yes day. That was awesome, too. You posted, and I was laughing. I thought it was crazy. I was like, oh, there's another hippie Karen move. Like, <laughs> it's a she book. wants us it's to say book. yes to everything. Like, that could ever work. <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. Um, but we tried it. And we, I said yes to everything crazy he wanted to do. I mean, there was nothing dangerous. He wanted to put his pajamas on in the closet instead <laughs> of, like, in, like, the main part of his room. And he wanted to pick something that didn't match, which for him was very dramatic. Um, and all of these things. And I'm thinking, yes day is going to make this night never end. It wasn't really yes day for us because I work and I get home at like 7.15, 7.30. Um, so it was like, yes hour. <laughs> but we actually got to bed that night sooner because I was not fighting him. Yeah, I gave him the power. To do all the things. Mm-hmm. So and we tried. Uh, it was fun. Okay, so it was silly. back to the question of loving, unloving, mean mommy I mean because when they're calling you out for being mean when they're making you feel guilty or when they when whether it's your child or whether it's someone else over your shoulder that makes you feel uh, have a doubt about whether that rule was worth it I feel like I get judged a lot like by my friends that are not the same parenting style like really you like why does it matter like why are you being that strict and so like not that long ago Frankie always is the best listener at school they tell me like she always follows directions and one day she did not and she did something she shouldn't have and so when she came home I said what should happen I think we should have a punishment which she's never been punished before I mean she's three like what are you punishing so I took away tv for the day which like people are like you're punishing yourself I'm like that's okay because she needs to like learn a lesson and she mommy I have a punishment because I didn't listen that's right no tv you can have to eat tv tomorrow the next morning she woke up can i have my tv back yes you can have it back mommy i listened at school today i get my tv so it was never an issue again and i feel like even though maybe it was crazy to be punishing a three-year-old like it did she totally got it like totally understood i had yeah, to listen yeah, I wish I but people thought like i was that. crazy for one thing at school and like maybe other kids at school like have one day out of the whole year that she didn't do one thing she was supposed to do that they asked her to do well so. and for you but it's also that experimenting with, I don't know what'll work. Let me see how she responds to this. And I think that the real secret to saying no is that at some point you allow your children to have personal responsibility to step up into themselves and their behavioral choices and their self-management. And that's the real reason for rules and routines yeah. and for being mean moms is to say, I have separate, I have different needs, different expectations than you have, which is just, let's see how far we can push the whole world and find out how the world responds because it, they are in this experiment for the whole, all the preschool years. Mm-hmm. And then when you realize she's like, oh, all right, let me, and, but you, and, you were also a partner with that with with that taking away of the privilege. Yes, but I feel like when you talk about loving and unloving, like I'm listening to Nicole talk about how she lays in bed, like I almost feel like do I not love my kid as much as you love your kid that I would never, like I would never entertain any kind of hungriness, extra books, all, because it's just like the rules. Like we pick out however many books I said you could pick out. Like she doesn't even test it because it's what it is. And like if she does, I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, mommy, maybe tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, that's right, maybe tomorrow. So like I feel guilty. Like crazy. they're making, no, but it, but Yes, to me it is crazy, but it's also so nice that, like, you want to have that extra time with your child that, like, 
I don't really crave. And so I wonder, like, am I, like, do I not love my kids but as much because I would too. never get out with them? I don't get that extra time. So when I'm at work, I leave the house at 7, I get home at 5.30, I have just enough time to do dinner and, like, bath and play for a little. I don't get that time. Like, during the but week, But there's moms that, that don't work that I know that do the exact same well, yeah, stuff that you do true. that are not mean. And, like, yeah. I always say, I'm like, I feel like you love your kids more than I love my kids. They're like, no, you love your kids. I'm like, no, I yeah. do. But, like, you're making me feel like But oh. it's not just working and non-working. It's about... It's, it's about a time commitment because when a lot of people, when they feel like they have such little time, they don't want to spend that time in conflict and they don't want to spend that time They avoiding conflict. And they don't want to spend that time saying no. So like statistically, we know on a whole, working moms versus, the studies all show that working moms versus non-working moms, the, the, the mean moms... The mean moms are the are the stay at home moms, um, and part of that is the need for self care, the need for structure, mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry that if there's a point of conflict throughout the day, that that's their child's whole picture of the day. Um, like sometimes I will step away from mean mom and give in on a day where I've walked in the door at seven thirty or 7.45 and 8 o'clock's bedtime. And we know there's no compromising in my house on bedtime. So instead, I've got 15 minutes. How am I going to use it? Or I've got 20 minutes because that could be my child's whole snapshot of the day. Mm -hmm. And they say it's the same. um, I mean, I don't live it, but I sort of live it through my clients. I'm a divorce lawyer. And that is like a huge co-parenting issue post-divorce moms who have been always the disciplinarian you know they sort of get in that situation post-divorce sometimes you know where sometimes they feel it's like dad gets to have all the fun Mm -hmm. it's Disney dad and mom has all the rules and they sort of step away from that and what they're learning through Um, the psychological studies is their kids actually need them to stay in that disciplinary Mm -hmm. role and still be the mean mom because of all those things that we, that the kids learn to expect of mean mom, like the safety and Mm -hmm. the go-to. And it doesn't, you know, you're saying, "Do, do I love my kid less? But your kid might think like, oh, my mommy cares, my mommy wants to make sure I sleep and eat healthy and all of that. Like, they take it differently. Think about, like, when you're, like, and I think back sometimes, like, I had the, like, super, um, I don't know if I could call it rigid, but I had, my parents had some serious expectations. Um, but at the same time, like, I remember being in high school and calling my mom to come pick me up at a party because I didn't want to be there. And I knew if I told her I was there, she would insist she had to come get me. And I got to save face to my friends, right? I had to be like, well, shit, my mom found out I was here and now <laughs> she's coming for me. I have no choice. Right. But, like, I she got to, she was my safety. I got to hide my discomfort in her. And, and I think oh, that the kids, just say, the, I think the kids learn that. Needs to know that. I think the kids yeah. learn that. Like, Absolutely. And so the two things that are coming to my mind, first of all, is that I do do love my, do I love my children less? And it is. I might. (laughs) (laughs) But what I love with the bedtime is you don't love bedtime snuggles. I mean, that's not your special time with your children. You might be cooking or you might be doing <laughs> you have, there's something else you're going to be doing and 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 part you, of that is time though you have the day with them 
I mean, you have the heart melting mm -hmm. with this snuggle. I mean, you are yeah, loving. Like you sucker. are getting so much. I love it and it is getting harder because now I she's asking We questions. started bedtime earlier just so that we could lay together. Yeah. And, and the other, but the other thing that I want to also say that your child gets that yours isn't getting at this moment mm -hmm. is that, well, in that bedtime context is the, the experience of putting myself to sleep, being self-managing self through those routines. And so what's happening is, and it's the same thing with, and again, I don't like the word punishment, but that idea of consequences for, for bad decision. For, for, That's for, for life. For life. And, and so what happens is, it's, but it's not about, oh, I'm going to punish you because you have to please me. It is, no, their behavior and decisions have consequences. And so, you know, I need you to be able to evaluate these choices with better clarity. Next no, time. it's hard now for the because she'll say, mommy, like, you're mad at me. Are you mad at me? Or mommy, you, oh, yelled, you yelled yesterday, like, at daddy. Okay. Like, so now she's asking those questions and it is having me, like, check myself. Like, okay. was is everything really worth the, like laying down the law like okay. or is some of it you know maybe i'm being a little bit too strict I think you're and so, always walking a tightrope yeah. like i think i'm trying to be bedtime i i'm really not i'll admit it i'm not willing to waver on that like that's this is what it is and my daughter's not going to be that way and that's fine but with ethan this is how it is but during the day, we are trying to give, like, more structure. We have to. We had to give more structure. Um, we had to make some more changes. I won't – but, again, I'll say it. I'm not doing it in a mean way, but he has to know, like, if I get to three, you don't want me to get to three type of situation, like, if I'm counting, you know. Um, and so we are trying to provide more structure, but I, I'll admit, like, we can need to continue to work on that because I didn't start that from a young age. I didn't. So for and, that, it's, like, new to him. Like, why would you, you take no? Like, him as the reason that you're softer – with yeah. him or is because he as you said he's your first, he's my first. and so you you experience and and also temperamentally mm -hmm. you experience his vulnerability and needs in a different way and it might also be moms and sons mm -hmm. and I was just gonna I, say I, sure. I feel like I'm much harder on my daughter than I am with my son because Without he's like question. a mush and yeah. like you know 100% but That's I have two boys I have two boys and my rules <laughs> that my big one makes applied to the little one. I mean, they're, it's just, I think the relationships are different based on birth order too. But might you so make and exceptions for Sammy that, that Eli would, would stop you from, from making for him? Uh, pr well, yeah. probably because with Sammy, I'd probably just be tired enough to give in more, <laughs> but, but the rules apply more to Sammy because Eli more self-governs. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. he just, it's, it's personality. It's who he is. But he's also sensitive and manipulative. So when you said that, Mommy, are you mad at me? Like, that's a big one I get from my big one. And, and because he knows when he's pushing me. And I say to him, Eli, I'm not mad at you, but I really am upset with the way you're behaving. Mm -hmm. It, it and, does and make I, me I did, upset. I did write And I tell him down. that. Yeah. And, and because then he says... Well, I didn't want to make you upset. Mm -hmm. And, he and they come over and she's going to be the kiss. I'm like, oh, sorry. Don't make you, so You're happy I now? Know. I'm like, I'm so happy now. But, the, the, but I, so right. we get the same thing now. It's like, Mommy, are you happy? Mommy, are you sad? If he knows he's like not doing something he's supposed to. But that's the same thing. Mommy, are you sad? Buddy, I'm not happy with like the things that you did. Like, you have to make good choices. That's the words we use in our house. And then he's like, Okay, Mommy, I'm sorry. And then I cave. 
Okay, so you can't cave. <laughs> I mean, I don't cave, but I, I cave with, like, the yeah. hugs and the kisses. I know you're sorry. Okay, give me a hug and a kiss. But that's okay. okay. But I think but that's okay. okay. I don't think it's a hug and a kiss. I, I want to talk about that a little bit more because, especially those of you in business, you handle work mistakes very differently. If you're, if somebody came to you and went, are you mad at me? You'd be like, get over it. Like, really, this isn't about how I feel. And, yes, I am mad at you, but this is about your performance. And so... Mm-hmm. You're 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 cloaking it in this lovely language. I don't like the I don't like the choices you made. I don't like the way you're acting, but but let me just give you another way that feels a little more plausible to me with early childhood, and that is well, yeah, I'm upset because dinner time is hard or bedtime is really hard. And do you know that some houses get kids to sleep? And finish their bedtime routine in 15 minutes, and ours takes two hours? You know what? Like, now you sound like my husband. <laughs> we, need, we need a plan. We need full participation here to help find solutions to this problem that we have managing our day together. Now, again, that there's Karen speak. It doesn't, but it's this idea of. You know, there's still, I, I don't know, somehow that other language sound is still very couched in, I'm your mommy and your child. I don't know. I just, I don't hear that clarity that um, you're right. Yeah, of course I'm frustrated. That What else can we do? How can we do this better? How can we do this better? So I, I think there's a lot, I, I don't think it's as complicated of, a, of an onion to peel unless you're a parent. <laughs> then it's a very complicated yeah. onion. I think the other thing for me, too, I have a lot of guilt because I, I work in mental health, um, and I half of my job is with substance abuse. And so when I see a lot of my patients that are coming who are, like, significant addicts, who have children, and I'm just like, dear God, I, I and I'll say to my patients, I am mean to my patients. I will say, I don't feel bad for you. I feel bad for your child. That's I say that I to think. my clients every day, too, That's and mine are not for. And then I, like, go home, and I'm like, mush. Okay, yes. and, and I think it goes to Stacy's point mm-hmm. of why, I mean, it, it, in, if you're feeling like the, the structure, the meanness, the, the saying no, the setting limits and boundaries is somehow inhibiting your family mm-hmm. happiness, your couple happiness, and your children growing, because that's the other thing that I wanted to say earlier, is you're like, he's only three, he's only going to be little for so long. There is a sense at what point do you think he will outgrow that, and will you let go? Maybe never. Maybe never. But, but there I'm is, the firstborn boy. But there is a point in time when you have to know what's better for them. I was hoping by, like, kindergarten it would be like... <laughs> Maybe pre-K, but 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 so so, but what I want to say is, there has there there is this question of that self-reflection mm-hmm. of if it's because you're divorced, if it's because you're um, working, or in the case of the the substance abuse, you know it's this I or I mean in mental health you see children who maybe had these unloving experiences. Mm-hmm this unpredictable, chaotic, what all of those addict, you know, it's yeah. it's really hard to not want to come home and make up for that mm-hmm. in your own space. So mm-hmm. that, that, and so I just want to, I don't, this isn't the place, you know, it's not therapy, but, but in terms of the reasons why or the reasons, the things that get in the way 
of being the most effective and see, and we don't want to be efficient parents, but, but there is that sense of where does the messiness come in for being mean and being loving? Um, so that you know, are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it for, for the children? I don't know. I honestly don't. I mean, I think I, some of it absolutely is me. Some of it is, is my kids, um, without question. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, we are we are working to being more mean, if you will. Um, if, if that's I know, it's such a it's terrible. It's, it, I mean, it is because when you because we hate mean girls, and yet mean moms yeah. is now like. Yeah, I mean, we're working towards, like I said, more structure, and that's been, like, much better for us. But there are certain things, again, like the bedtime, bedtime things like that. Yeah. And so, and I, think, and I think maybe that is me. My husband would probably kill me for saying that, but, like, okay. That's, but for that's na- me. And, and, and it goes back to Meredith's question earlier, which was, you know, how much is too much? I mean, how do you, how do you navigate this? And I've always said... I don't care how many rules you have. There will be people that have very few rules and are very flexible. I mean, our travel podcast um, was was exactly with a mom who was like, look, we're bi-coastal. You know, I need my children to be flexible, adaptable in their sleep, in their routines. And she was raising them to be very flexible. And it was working and her children are beautiful. But I think as a mom too, you're always going to want like a little more of like something else. Like I hear you talking and I'm like, God, if I did that my life would probably be 900 times easier like I would have time to do work at the end of the night I would have time to like have a normal dinner with my husband instead of like eating yeah but that's me listening saying it sounds like you're really enjoying your time but, versus I'm getting through the motions because like our whole day is like a rule and a routine and a, but a I very think you always schedule. want more of like what you're not doing like for me I would want more of that and then you're like oh right. well maybe I love but my kids what less if parenting like, is just supposed to be iterating What if it's just this constantly changing, constantly evolving? This was my child's needs up until now. Mm -hmm. This was, this was, I don't want you ever to give up something that is the best part of your day. Yeah. That's, I mean, now, might you shorten it? Might you, might you, you know, like I always say for kids, especially when second kids are born, you know, make, make a jar and, and put up, um, Sammy time, you know, so that you're like, and and put a name on it because otherwise when that extra sibling comes into the picture, your older one could have you 24 hours a day and it's never enough. And so you have to name it, package it, and and know that that 15 minutes is the best 15 minutes of the day Mm -hmm. where you're a thousand percent present. So there's a lot of ways to, to make sure everybody's needs are kind of met. But it's always going to evolve and change. So Absolutely. I, I don't, I don't think I don't want you to, I don't want you to put on parenting the way somebody else does. No, but I, you I, could move that around too. Yeah. Like, like I might be crazy about bedtime, but my big one now wants to snuggle and wants to lay in bed together before bed, um, and that ends up being 15, 20 minutes. So we just. We start 15, 20, 20 minutes, minutes early, earlier yeah. because to me, I've got to know, you know, what time I'm out of there. Out of the room, yeah. um, But so we, we started earlier and then we still get that, but we still get to work it into our routine mm-hmm. the way it goes. Yeah. Okay. What feels loving about the rules and the routines 
because I think that's the like one of the biggest things to me is this whole idea of asking about mean moms is not asking people to be um, policemen in the house. It's not asking people to be just this rule enforcer because I think that's the worst kind of I mean, who would have joy in that? Mm-hmm. Well, but it shows you care. I yeah. mean, and and especially, you know, the the little ones might not get it. And I have a, um, uh, mature is definitely the wrong word, but um, precocious, m- maybe a emotionally advanced, almost five year old, and he like truly understands um, that when you can get the reason behind the rules that it's about caring, you know, mm-hmm. he'll say, I know mommy, you don't want me to get hurt. Or and I know you, mommy, you want you me to eat the vegetable him. first because you want me to be strong and healthy. And you or, taught him that because you said it out loud. Right. Every step of the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, like, I already don't want out. rules. So if we're going to have rules, they better have good reason. There you go. There and you so go. he, and he understands the mm-hmm. reasons and that the reasons are based in, him, you know, being happy and safe and healthy and wanting, you know, good for him. And so that's that, so, why. But that's how it comes to love. And, and so he'll make rules for his brother now. Because he loves him. Yeah. And I do think that's, if anybody is struggling with being a mean mom or setting rules, I think that once you're clear, and, and you know, I mean, I know that we go through this all the time with that first sleep issue when, right before the first birthday, and that is... Because if you go to the child with ambiguity, like, I'm not sure, do you need me? Do you not need me? Is this a good rule? Is this not a good rule? You're going, that just prolongs agony on all sides. So having that, knowing why you choose the rules and why you're doing them is the expression. Well, and then it gets into what you were saying with the, am I, do I have too many rules? Are, you know, is it over the top? I mean, maybe you want to think about the rules and say, what's the reason for it? Because if there's a good reason for it, and it provides, then it's totally so it's valid. Say that I told my mom, I was like, oh, I finally am letting her play with Play-Doh every day when Bennett takes a nap. Like, it's so nice. Like, I usually am like the no, because it's messy. I'm like, and she's so great. She like picks out all the colors and she puts them away before she gets the next one. My mom goes, why are you making her put one color away before she can take another color out? I said, well, when you mix them together, then it's going to turn like brown. And oh, so you have a that? heart attack and in so my mom goes, my mom says, but that's what the kids want. They want a big ball of like Play-Doh and who cares what color it is? And I'm like, I never thought of that. Like, why do why do I care? So I told her the next day, I said, hey, you know, you don't have to put the pink Play-Doh back if you want to take the blue. You could actually play with them both at the same time. And she's like, no, mommy, we don't do that. And, and so like, I'm trying to get her out of the box, but it's true. Like, I don't have the balance where like now she is this like little robot of like, that's the rule. But like, it's a silly rule. Like, mommy didn't need to make that rule, but in my head that's I funny. did because... You know, because that's what you wanted. Because that's what I would yeah. do. And it also and like, gave you a sense of control. Yes, it's over a control. Yes, disaster. and so every day I'm trying really hard to be like, it's okay. Like today we played with all different colors, but one at a time. And eventually she'll, you know, it's you know what, yeah. it's all experimentation. Yeah, but that's funny. Yeah, that is. I don't even know why I had a rule. But you know what? I think with the rules too, at least for me, they're they're coming more naturally with Ella because I'm starting them young. And my three year old also. I mean, it's not like we have zero rules in our house. We have rules, um, and he will also like say the same thing to my daughter. Like, you can't play with that because you can't put it in your mouth because you could choke, or like yes. you can't touch this, or like this is only for big boys. Like, and he's very clear. But with with Ella, it just is more natural. And starting it at a younger age, my hope is is that it will 
be a much more natural progression. But I also think that what you your awareness with Ella is you know what what's behind the rules. Yeah. And what and trying not to make the same mistakes. But 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 <laughs> with but in this case you're looking and saying I don't know how to set the rules because we haven't set these rules together. And so what you're describing is figuring out how to manage something for the very first times. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It, there's a little bit of fear and apprehension Absolutely. that says, I don't know, mm-hmm. and he's not going to come up with them himself. No, but, some, no we're, but we are working. You know, some of it comes with necessity. Mine are further apart than yours. Um, mine are further apart in age. They're over three years apart. And so, um, you know, besides bedtime, we didn't really have rules with my big one because it's the first. He didn't. It's it's the <laughs> they first. Hate rules. That's he what's got hysterical. enough attention. He didn't. He didn't do anything. Like he, he wasn't like he never had the terrible twos. Like he wasn't like bad or naughty mm-hmm. a day in his life. Like little life until the little one was born. So like so it, that the was rules come out of necessity too. Right. Right. Yeah. The rules come out of necessity. And I love that, you know, it's it's just so funny to me that you're both the mean moms and Meredith is all rules, all management. And and you and and Stacy doesn't. I mean, you guys really yeah. do not live by rules. It wasn't no, like you not needed those to go forward. And you're this, and you you like represent like the big heart mom. And and I and that's a there's that's so that's wonderful. so nice. One day I hope someone says I'm the big heart. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think it'll ever happen. But I hope somebody says I'm the big heart mom. You are a big heart mom. <laughs> you're you know not what? I will... the big heart mom. You're a big heart mom. I will say too though, and this is I. <laughs> love my pediatrician to death and you're probably like where are you going with this I tend to be an anxious person and like my pediatrician was like you need to like chill out and like let the kids explore and do this and not be so like you have to do this 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 and this because you're gonna make your kid this 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 and this and I feel like once she said that then like I might have gone to like the opposite extreme and let him Explore. It's true though. I have little robots. I mean, they're and they're great, and they are the best at school and follow rules in all directions. And you know, they listen, but like they're a little bit not, okay. not normal kids we're, like that. I have you to know, start explore. getting ready for a wrap up, but before I do that, only because we know that you're not the only influences in your children's right. lives. So tell no, there are a million other people who want to come mess with your parenting. <laughs> <laughs> so whether it's dad or grandparents or friends or caregivers. Describe other people's influence in that little robot world of yours. <laughs> to make them not robots? Mm-hmm. My mom, So my mom will bake with uh, my daughter, and so they get messy and, and do all that. And same thing, my mother-in-law, they do art. Like, I feel like other people, Bring like today going. we went to a friend's house and they let them garden outside. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I would never, like thank you for inviting us because you know I would never have allowed that to happen at my house. And I have another friend who let us come over and do cupcakes. Like, I have friends I feel like who let the mess happen in their Perfect. home because they know that I like can't, I can't yeah. handle it. And I can't handle though. the crazy. And that's, and that's why you have have all of these other people yeah. as influences in your children's lives who balances out um, well so it, it sometimes it's balanced sometimes it leads to conflicts but my husband and I have rules in like the opposite areas like he'll you know and maybe it's the boy thing but he'll like wrestle with the kids and throw them across the room and like act like crazy lunatics and I'll be like 
wait, we can't behave like animals. This is not a and circus. And sometimes you just have to leave. So while that happens. And, and yeah. you know, you and I have discussed that before, Karen, sometimes because that's his parenting style. I mean, I don't have rules and he makes me look like the, like the most rules ever. But he is the other way on discipline. You know, I like if Eli says, well, mommy, are you mad at me? I'll say yes. But then I go back, like you said, that right, little right, like, right. okay, well, I don't really want him to feel that way. And I think Even you were on a, a co-parenting podcast where he describes right. then going, and finding says, a way around the standoffs right. when, in a playful meet them where they are kind of right. parenting style. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, there was a time Eli was throwing, it was like his first tantrum because Sammy was just born and he was at the top of the stairs throwing a tantrum and I'm sitting there trying to talk him out of it and Matthew's like, listen, we gotta go and he picked him up and he brought him down the stairs and I was like totally traumatized but they got down the stairs and then the tantrum was over and I was like, oh, well, I'm glad I didn't turn that into a fight with him because it worked but that's, you know, the different and again, the different and, parenting and, and, and that's what's going to happen is it's not all on your shoulders, even though they are messing up that perfect parenting style. <laughs> Other influences. So, Orin is definitely much, the much more um, discipline, disciplining one. Um, and it leads to Ethan sometimes saying, I don't like you, Abba. <laughs> um, but it's interesting, though, because if Ethan has a tantrum out of that, I will do what your husband did and just pick him up and be like, all right, what is the problem? Just pick him up and let's go. And, like, I'll pick him up and I'll go and I'll ignore the tantrum and, like, move on with my day. And it's over in two minutes. Um, But my husband is definitely much more on the discipline side. We also have my parents watch some half days, so they're a little bit more like me. Um, And then my nanny is a little bit more like my husband. So they actually have, like, a a real balance per se. Yeah, that helps. The nannies have rules. We've had a full-time nanny since, you know... Since I went back to work when Eli was, you know, 10 weeks old. So for five years. And they always, they, but but that's part of, they know what they can get yeah, away right, with. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't push, you know, like yours. You call them little robots. I call it little law-abiding citizens. They know the rules. <laughs> they know the rules. I like that. And they do what they're supposed to do. And like, like I, you know... My nanny will look at me sideways like I'm the crazy one, like, you know, because they they have their routine. Yeah. More than just rules, it's it's routine. Right. And that gets back to the the kids knowing what to expect. And I agree, they know who they can push. They never push my nanny. And Ethan doesn't test Orin at all. Right. It's like right. night and day. Oh and yeah, I, they and know. I think when he listens when, the first time, not not when you get to three, he listens, you know, so it's just different. It's and so Let's do the wrap-up. I'm going to give you final word, Nicole, oh. because uh, you, you were odd person out here, but you represent a very valuable perspective. So how have you got this for right here, for right now? I'm keeping the rules that I've got, that I have to, that the, the rules that I have to have for me and that I have to have for them that makes, that makes sense to me. And I could be negotiable on the other things. My kids don't usually wear shoes outside, and I'm okay with that. I love that. I love that. Meredith, how have you got this? I was thinking, could about, you the, I was thinking about the no shoes outside. Oh, no, I, was, I, was, I, was, 
at the playground, it's a new thing. All the kids take their shoes my off. Best after friend is and my kids, I'm like, don't even think about it. Both of them don't even go to like take their shoes off because they know. The oh, answer would be like, like my, no, no, no. my best friend, and it's you know, no. it's interesting because we're we're part of a lawyer's mom's group. But my best friend, she's like, Stacy, why are your kids barefoot? Like you're not homeless. Like put <laughs> shoes on your kids. But like it's just that's no, I'm not the odd man out. It's probably normal. I mean, and it's me. Like it's not going to kill everybody. Be able to just say. Yes. We have our rules. Everybody else has their rules. Mm-hmm. Right. It's okay. Yes. Anything to add, Mary? Um, no, I this? think I'm going to try to be more conscious about finding a way to be maybe more flexible or or something. I don't know. Not with the bed thing because that. But no, there's something no. that don't like they don't. I am trying to be more conscious. Not that my mom said about the Play-Doh. I'm like, what else am I doing that's like a silly something that like they an could. Then that's like an unnecessary rule for what reason? So. Okay, so yeah. you'll email me in a month. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nicole, um, how have you got this? I will continue to provide structure and um, the nicest way possible and probably stick with bedtime as is until it kills me. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think I, 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 again, I think I need to work on a little bit of becoming more mean, Um but still, the word even got stuck. I know because it's like not me, and like I, I and I have a lot of other friends that are like, you know, do those things if you will. Yeah, that I mean, are mean, it's, but it's, they're not. I mean, it's not. It's normal. I don't love calling it. I mean think mom it's impressive. Podcast. I think the mean mom's impressive. No, when I read it, I'm like, I think it's a good mom. I don't think I'm a mean mom. That's right. Yeah, it's a good mom. Exactly. I think that's the way we should yeah. wrap it. Yeah. Is yeah. this is not about mean moms. Yeah. This is about good moms. And you guys are the best. Thank you very much. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. If you liked our podcast, please tell a friend. Or even better, write us a review at iTunes. We'd also like to invite you to join us on Facebook. That's with me, Karen Deerwester. And check out the parenting resources at FamilyTimeInc.com. You'll also find us on Twitter at at FamilyTimeInc and Instagram at Karen underscore FamilyTime. Thanks for listening today. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this wonderful space. Thanks to Darren Littman for the great intro. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song Listen. We are listening. See you next week.